0: Hey friends, this is going to be a shorter Tuesday podcast, but I want to talk briefly about what it means to develop your psychic abilities and what I've learned on this little journey so far about psychics. Stand by. Well, again, friends and fellow truth seekers, Mike Nicholas here with another episode of the Soul Unleashed podcast where my goal is to help you with the questions you might have regarding the awakening of your soul and particularly to help other left brain types like I am ask the right questions in our search for deeper meaning to life and ultimately I want to help you kind of do what I did which is unleash your soul from limiting beliefs and smothering paradigms. So today's podcast is about psychics. Now I've said this a couple I don't mean to demean psychics, but I never understood exactly what they did or how they worked, and I was really interested in mediums, right? So, medium is somebody who can talk to people on the other side, people who have passed. And of course, after our son passed, all I cared about was being able to communicate with him and make sure that he was okay. And so, I, I sought out mediums. I didn't I had no I had no interest in talking to a psychic or having my palm read or looking into my future or tarot cards or any that kind of stuff. I, I thought that was nonsense, basically, and, and just had no patience for it. So I found mediums. And I've been, of course, happy, and I've, I've written uh, in, in my book, which will be out here soon, about my experience with mediums, and, and generally very positive and very satisfying and helpful. I recently, however, started to talk to psychics. Now, I started talking to psychics because as part of this Soul Unleashed podcast, I was looking for people to interview about things that, you know, as a left brain type person a few years ago, I would have thought was craziness. Just a quick story a few years back, well, maybe 10 years now, I was on the Ocean City Boardwalk, Ocean City, New Jersey. I grew up in Ocean City, New Jersey, and as a kid, there was always this little store squeezed in between a couple other stores, and it had these heavy red velvet curtains and Looked very mysterious, and there were these gypsy-like ladies sat, sitting outside, and basically, it was a place that read your palm. And I thought it was, you know, like a carnival kind of thing, and similar to throwing basketballs in a hoop or something. In fact, I think, in fact, it was next to, uh, next to the carnival place. But anyway, never took it seriously. And then, as I as I started uh, thinking more about spiritual things, I was in Ocean City as an adult, and I thought, let me just go see what these ladies have to say you know i started to question things like life and where i'm going and that kind of thing so so i went into the i parted the velvet curtains and went in and i had no idea what to expect but it was what you might expect it was uh, lit with like low light candles and a little table in the middle and a, and a crystal ball and i thought man this is like a movie set and the lady was very mysterious and dark and she she had a lot of red lipstick and she took my hand and she read my palms. Now, my my palms are a little bit weird. I you know some of you, if you look at your palms, you've got you know one of my hands looks like an M with the, with the main lines in my palm. The other palm, my line goes straight across. And I learned years ago that that means something. I don't know means good or bad, but anyway, I knew it was odd. So I thought this lady would at least tell me I was going to hurt some type of uh, you know million dollar fortune or something. Instead, instead, she got into this whole thing about how people are very jealous of me, and uh, they're out to get me, and she could protect me, and for the low, low bargain price of whatever it was, 199 bucks a month, she would be my spiritual advisor and protect me from these people that were out to get me. So it dawned on me, sometimes I have a, a, a slow grasp of the obvious, it dawned on me it was a scam pretty much. And Oh, she also gave me a a rock or a crystal to hold. And I've come to appreciate crystals and I know a lot of people take them seriously. And and But at that point, it was just a box of rocks, right? So she reaches in and she pulls out this rock and she puts it in my hand and she's holding it inside my palm. And she's asking me to feel the energy and all I could feel was the rock. And I'm thinking, how am I going to get rid of this lady? And she said, just give me your phone number and I will call you whatever it was, every week or something. And we'll I couldn't get out of there fast enough, okay? And she told she told me to keep the rock, uh, which I did, uh, and I brought back at the end of the week because I, as, as I was walking out, she said, have you decided to keep the rock? It's only whatever, 1999 or 29, whatever it was. So I brought the rock back. But that was my experience with anything having to do with telling your fortune or telling the future or being a psychic. And so I, I really had a very low opinion of that and no interest in that. However, fast forward to the experience I'm going through now, and I am really impressed with the, the ability and the, the purpose of people that, that now do this. Uh, you may know, if you're following me at all, that I do podcast interviews now, and I interviewed a very interesting lady, Jackie Hilbrick. Jackie's a psychic. She, she can also be a medium, but she's, she has mainly psychic abilities is what she responds to and also another uh, lady, lady Nicole Starbuck who has psychic abilities and i've come to understand how that does help you in this life you know by them understanding or reading your aura and explaining to you where you're blocked or where you need help that it can help you do things in this life and and it's not you know trying to talk to somebody who's died but to improve your your current life and i've noticed some similarities between Uh, let's just say Jackie and Nicole, both of them developed their psychic abilities very young in life. Both of them experienced illness, and Nicole called it dis-ease, and and Jackie did did the exact same thing. Um, They were were trying to suppress their psychic abilities, mainly due to family and uh, people not understanding them, and that resulted in a physical manifestation of Disease that they that they both suffered with, and I thought that was interesting and uh, remarkable. I guess that uh, they had these; they both have the psychic abilities, the different clair senses as they're they're called: clairaudient, clairsentient, clairvoyant. These are different clairs they call them uh, things, ways of receiving information from from spirit. They have they have their own spirit guides, and all that was fascinating. And I started to when I was doing this podcast, I thought, well, let me go check and see. Are there other examples of people that suppress their psychic abilities as they're growing up and and get sick? And it led me to a book by a a lady that I'd never heard of her before, but her name is Sonia Chauquette. And she is very famous. Uh, She has a whole ton of books. I came across her book called Diary of a Psychic. And it's about her life growing up. And what's really funny about the book, and I, I don't know what leads me to things sometimes. But her book talks about, I think we're about the same age, and when she's growing up and she's being interrupted by spirit and doing the things she's doing, she's watching TV shows, Ronan Martin's Laugh-In, or uh, TV shows that I remember watching as a kid, and so I can relate to her, what her childhood was like, at least from the television sense. But her travels as a psychic and what she went through, uh, I've just been fascinated by this book. And now that I know that she's like super famous. She has you know a ton of books, 12, 15, 20 books, I don't know, 30 books. One of my my dreams would be to have her on this podcast and ask her some of the questions that come to mind cuz she uh, she was raised Catholic also and I struggle with a lot of the things that I'm going through spiritually and my my Catholic faith honestly. And she appears to have uh, overcome those those challenges. But she talks about just trying to learn how to still her mind and and be quiet. And so what I'm going through now is I'm trying to do the same thing. I I meditate like many of you do. And there's different kinds of meditations, different formats. There's guided meditations and there's just music and there's all different kinds of things. I just generally put on white noise and and try and still my mind and do this little uh, routine that I go through. And uh, puts me into, I think, the theta state. Um, And and then I invite Spirit to come and talk to me. And just just a couple quick little stories. You know, it's nothing compared to what Jackie does or what Nicole does or certainly what uh, Sonia does. But I try to get answers to to things. And just this little tiny thing, you know, my wife's in the hospital and I was trying to, I, I hadn't heard from her the other day. She normally tries to text me and she's been struggling with that. And somebody was supposed to visit her, and I wasn't sure if he was going to make it. He wasn't sure if he was going to make it. And so it was the morning that he was supposed to be there, and she wasn't texting me. I hadn't heard from her. And I just tried to go into this state and ask my, my spirit guides what the heck was up. And I don't really hear a voice. You know, Sonia talks about she actually hears a voice from her spirit guide and I, I think uh, Jackie said the same thing. I'm not that I'm not that developed yet or mature in my in my abilities. And sometimes I question whether it's in my head or where it comes from. But I heard pretty clearly, at least something in my head say, "She's fine. He's there now." And I just relaxed about it. And about 15 minutes later, she texted me and said, "Hey, uh, you know, she, she mentioned his name. I won't mention his name on here, but he said she said, Hey, he just left.'" And so you know i i and she was she was surprised that he was actually going to be there which was awesome and she texted me let me know that he had been there and and so that just that little thing in my head and so now i play games Sonia talks about it in her book diary of a psychic growing up as a kid she would play games you know trying to guess what the next car was or guess what uh, what the light was going to do when she, what what kind of car was going to stop at the at the traffic light when she was walking home and little silly things and now i'm trying to predict things like This is really good. It's not goofy. But there's one bathroom in this hospital that you can use as a visitor. And you can't tell whether it's locked or not until you try the handle. And I'm playing a game now with myself whether or not I can predict whether or not it's going to be locked or not when I put my hand on it. And uh, I'm not going to tell you what the score is right now, but (laughs) sometime I'll, I'll, I'll explain whether or not my psychic abilities are getting any better by guessing whether or not the bathroom is locked you know, that's useful, right? I mean, um, I'm trying to figure out what else I can do that uh, lottery numbers is probably next. But anyway, developing your psychic ability, developing your spiritual ability, I do think now is important. I don't think it's the, 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 the carnival stuff that I, I thought it was with the the gypsy and the whole palm thing. I really do think that there is a, a use for it, and it can be very helpful. And Super helpful in terms of interpreting what's going on with your body. Uh, when, if you see my interview with Jackie, she was right on. Some of the things that she, she said about me. I really enjoyed my session with her. And I had a session with Nicole, too, outside of the interview, because I actually wanted to do it and see see what it was like. So I wish you luck, and I wish you good practice times if you're if you're going through the same journey where you're trying to figure out who your spirit guides are. And honestly, look, your spirit guide can be God, Your spirit guide can be Jesus Christ. Your spirit guide can be the Virgin Mary or some specific saint. I've come to believe that it can be whoever you want it to be. You know, for Sonia, it was a a woman that looked like St. Teresa the Little Flower. She was very Catholic. For other people, my spirit guide that I think talks to me is not related to Catholicism or a saint as far as I know, but... But it can be, and I think that uh, that all that's fine, and, and not a contradiction with my Catholic faith, or maybe whatever faith faith you are. So that that's all. This is a little bit longer than I thought it was going to be once I got rolling here. But I think psychics are good. I guess that's the bottom line, and they're not crazy. And I'm I'm looking forward to actually experimenting with a couple more psychics. So thank you very much. That's all for uh, that's all for this this particular session. Thank you. Again, I really appreciate if you take the time maybe to do me a favor and leave me a rating. Where, and wherever you download this podcast, you can also subscribe. And that way you'll never miss an episode. And when you leave me a rating, it also helps other people find it easier because the higher-rated podcasts obviously uh, get served to people that are searching for specific things. That's what I'm looking for, though, is people that are uh, searching just like you are. So thank you. And I should have another interview for you this Thursday with a very interesting gentleman named Brian Ellis. I think you'll enjoy that. Bye-bye.